Hey guys, it's Slow Magic. And Dream Angel. Or Mariel. And we haven't posted, released an episode for a little bit. That's because about a month ago, there was a lot of stuff going on in the world. And... There is still a lot of stuff going on in the world, but at that time, we decided to take some time off to just listen to the, like, larger, way more important conversation that was just starting to be had. And And let that conversation be had. But we just want to say Black Lives Matter and we stand against injustice and racism in the country, in the world. And if you are looking to help out, um, there are a ton of petitions you can sign online, but you can also donate to Black Lives Matter. The NAACP Legal Defense Fund, Campaign Zero are a few places that are doing a lot of good things right now. And yeah, we need to stand up against what's going on and use our voices and stand up for what we believe. So So just keep listening and keep staying informed because this is an important conversation that we need to keep having. Welcome to the Playdate Podcast. The podcast where each episode we discover a new song made and sent in by a complete stranger i'm slow magic i'm an anonymous masked electronic musician and i'm dream angel creative director and i make pretty things welcome back welcome back episode and we haven't been here for a little bit but one of the other reasons we haven't been here is because we had something kind of basically tragic happen to us um we lost a pet a family pet so this episode is dedicated to axel our guy and we love him we love him and miss him very much and we're trying not to cry (laughs) but (laughs) Um, we are here with his brother, Bandit. And if you hear him snoring. <laughs> if you, if he snores a little bit, that's Bandit. We are hanging out with him because he's a little bit lonely, but well, I don't know. Maybe he's not lonely. We're probably projecting that. Yeah, I think that like right now, my whole, I think I can speak for my whole family when I say that he's our emotional life raft right now. And we're yeah. kind of all hanging on to him yeah. with our... Dear life. We're giving him we're, yeah. so much love, and he's our little baby over here. He's wearing a diaper on the <laughs> bed. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, so if you hear well, some snoring, it could be us, could be him. But anyway, so we have a great episode today. We are going to talk to later, So Much Light, a.k.a. Damien Verrett, and uh, talk about his song with you, and we had such a good conversation with him. Yes. Well, thank you to him, and... We'll get to that later, but before... Well, it's been a while. How are you doing? We haven't spoken a month either. I know. You guys, you don't realize this, but, like, 
we're not doing the podcast. Like, we just don't talk to, like, make it authentic. This is our time to talk, so. Yeah. Can I I be honest with you? Yeah. It's, like, a really intense time in the world, and, like, it's kind of overwhelming. True. It is. Yes. Like, you guys, what is going on? Like, I don't even... I don't understand. Maybe I'm just really upset because we lost our pet, but I don't know. It's just, it feels heavy. But how are you? Things have been crazy. COVID is around. Everyone wear a mask outside. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm just... Just keep wearing masks. If you're not wearing a mask and if you are not social distancing, like I'm kind of upset with you. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. Cases are high, high. So just keep wearing those masks. We're not done yet because we all want to care for each other so yeah um what are you drinking <laughs> yeah, anyways um yeah i'm drinking some lady gray tea which is my favorite other than my marie antoinette tea from lottery but yeah what about you i'm drinking some duncan's finest coffee straight from the jar mug <laughs> where do they get their coffee i don't know but it's so good is it's, it yeah Something about the donuts, I guess. Yeah, America runs on Dunkin', they say. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Um, it's been a little bit, so let me just look at my notes here. Hey, I got a question. What? Do you have anything to plug? Yes, I do. I have some things to plug. So this week, on Wednesday, July 1st, I'm releasing a new single, which is Somewhere, featuring Woven and Hiatus, co-produced with Shalu, that's coming out in a couple days. So go stream that and download it on your iPod, Shuffle, whatever, Zoom, Zune, I mean. <laughs> Play it on a Zoom meeting with your boss. But yeah, yeah sure. check it out. I don't know how that works. But... And just this weekend, a few days ago, we had an Ox Party on oxparty.com, which is a new website where you can virtually hang out and DJ with your friends. And that was so sick. There were so many people there having such a good time. We hope this is before that happens. So. I'm just saying it now because, you know. You're willing. Yeah, we're recording before, but it was so, we broke so many records, internet streaming records that <laughs> night. So we're going to keep doing those. So keep an eye out on those. And um, we have our patrons DJing with me. But yeah, so those are things I have to plug and honestly, you guys, like, Soul Magic and I, we met on Turntable FM, which is just like Ox Party. And, yeah, that's, like, you could meet your future husband or wife or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or friends. And more than friends. And, yeah, Turntable FM, it, uh, Ox Party is the spiritual successor to that website, which was really important to us. Yeah. So, I've got something to plug. Yeah, what do you have to plug? Well, on Soul Magic's YouTube channel, I just put out a, we just put out a vlog about our moving experience um, from Phoenix to Vermont. And yeah. I, moving I, during the pandemic. Yeah. And it was kind of crazy. And um, I spent a lot of time editing it all on my cell phone. So please watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's as long as like a TV show. So just pop that on your TV and yeah. hang out with us. Definitely. After you hang out with us right now. <laughs> yeah. Just wait and then, yeah, go right to it. Awesome. So there's some stuff that you can check out now and soon. <clears throat> but it's, I, I'm so out of, like, 
tradition or <laughs> I'm out of the routine of our podcast, but next I'm gonna tell you that if you want to submit your own song to our podcast here, please go to slowmagic.cool slash podcast and upload your song there. We really want to hear your songs. We've been getting so many good submissions. We have more to listen to, and we're so excited to feature more amazing talent on this podcast, which is Playdate, if you weren't aware. And it's actually what you're listening to. So, yeah. Awesome. So, speaking of segues. Oh, wait. I have a really important thing that I think we should address because, you know what? It's important right now. Okay. I just want to say happy Pride Month. True. Happy Pride Month. It's important Everyone time. out there. Yeah. And I just think that should be recognized. And yeah, we haven't had it a like a June podcast yet. So that's pretty that's crazy. True. This is our first podcast this month. We stand with LGBTQ out there listening. And yeah, we support you. What Either way, I say? just want to say happy Pride because Pride is a fun, important month. Very important. So yeah, I like it. Awesome. Cool. But that reminds me of something else. Can I tell you? What? I think it's time to go to Mariel's Fun Fact Corner. <laughs> nice. That's where we go. Yes. Let's go. It's right over there. Yes. And if you're new because um, you just found this podcast because we haven't put out an episode in a month, then this welcome. is... Welcome. Well, yeah, welcome. But also, this is the time of the podcast where I bring four fun facts to Soul Magic, and he tells me which one is his favorite. So, shall I begin? Yes, please. Well, goats have accents. Wow. <laughs> yes. In 2012, according to NPR, researchers from Queen Mary School of Biological and Chemical Sciences at the University of London studied baby goats from when they were just starting to socialize and found that the little animals eventually began to sound like each other. Scientists believe that the accents help the animals determine whether among, sorry, whether another goat is from their same area or from someplace unfamiliar to them. That's amazing. So, like, I thought all goats had, like, southern accents. Me too, definitely. But there's, like, northern, yeah, eastern. There's, that's, like, yeah. That's actually so cute. There's, like, valley girl goats. <laughs> valley goats? Valley goats. <laughs> I just love the idea of animal voices. So, like, that's so cute that they can distinguish, like, where they're from and maybe, like, kind of judge each other based on which region they're from which isn't that cute but oh do you think dogs have accents yeah i like how you just looked at bandit i'm looking and you're like oh look at that baby goat with his accent he got he moved closer to us so yeah okay next fact (laughs) i like i love goats though they have really weird eyes they do and they do like weird like a Honestly, so Magic and I went to a farm. We saw some goats last summer, and they were doing crazy <laughs> things. That was cool. I love that. And it was like, they're kind of alien-like. Yeah. There's a lot of goats. We should post a video to our Instagram. Okay. We should. Yeah. Okay. So after this comes out, check our Instagram, which we will be updating more, hopefully. I hope. I I don't want to make any promises. No promises. No promises. Just, it'll be there. Anyways, my next Fun fact is that in order to keep Nazis away, a Polish doctor faked a typhus outbreak. This strategy saved 8,000 people. And this guy's name was Eugene Lazowski. And he was a doctor, a Polish doctor, who saved 
thousands of people during World War II by creating a fake epidemic which played on German phobias about hygiene. He also used his position as a doctor treating people traveling through a nearby train station to conceal a supply of medicine to Jews in the local ghetto, which backed onto his home. By doing this, he risked the German death penalty, which was applied to Poles who helped Jews in the Holocaust. Wow. So, was what kind of outbreak? Like a... A typhus. Typhoid? That's typhus. Typhus. <laughs> That's awesome. Is it tight? That's a good... I'm going to look this up because I didn't even... I That's... was reading that and it looked weird to me. That's awesome. That's a heroic move. Yeah, that guy. Typhus fever. If you guys know if there's a difference between typhus and typhoid... Type. Should we go wake your mom up? She knows. She's yeah. A, she's a doctor. Okay, sorry. They're two quite different diseases. I just looked it up. Okay, well, that's that's cool. So, yeah. Anyways, shout out to that guy. Pretty cool. And then my third fun fact is that the world's most successful pirate was a woman. Nice. And the 19th century Chinese pirate, Ching Shi, a former sex worker and widow of fearsome pirate Chang, I don't know if this is I or the first, became a hugely successful pirate in her own right, succeeding her husband and eventually commanding more than 1,800 pirate ships and 80,000 men. The secret she learned about her powerful clients at the brothel helped her to, like, take over all of this. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then my fourth fun fact is from my mom, who is also a fun fact finder because I'm very similar to my mom and she likes fun facts. And I like fun facts. And also shout out to my mom. She sent me this fun fact is that there is only one species that is immortal. Whoa. Yeah. And it is the, it's a type of jellyfish. And I think it's called the Turritopsis dorney. And these small transparent animals hang out in oceans around the world and can turn back time by reverting to an earlier stage of their life cycle. That is crazy. Right? I was just like, I spread that and I was like, what? So yeah, that was pretty cool. Like, if they could turn back time, if they could find a way, <laughs> they'd get back. I was like, I don't know the <laughs> words to that. Wait, can we... I don't understand. So they can go backwards, like... Clock stoppers. They're like Benjamin Button. And they live forever? Yeah, I guess so. Well, how long is the longest one lived, I wonder? That's well, so if cool. they're immortal, I'm guessing. But since... um, Well, we'll have to go find out how long they've been living. True. Because forever is a long time. True. My voice is, like, cracking. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> how long has... Time existed forever or, or less than forever? I really don't think this is like the time for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, is forever as long as everything's existed or is the future forever? Who's to say? You're wearing me. I'm like, you're making my mind like... Poof, All so. right. So it's a tie for me between... Like, have you ever thought about like I'm... what the universe is? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tie between goats, goat accents, and immortal species... I'm going to give it to the goat accents. <laughs> Just because that. Okay, maybe not. I mean, immortal ghosts would be cool. Uh, wait, true. But maybe there's like clips of these goats' accents. 
Ooh, maybe. If we find them, no promises. Okay. Let's well, just insert it. We'll drop some goat sounds right here, and, and you tell us which accents you're hearing. So thank you so much for bringing those facts. And I love those facts. If you have facts, please send them to Dream Angel on her social media websites and <laughs> or send her a letter um you can figure that out on your own yes awesome so that makes us done with that section <laughs> i'm so not used to doing a podcast like oh i know what's next is it maybe what is one thing you've been into yeah so one thing i've been into this week is chips and salsa nice so you may have heard of these they're little triangular crunchy things and you dip them in like a tomato chunky thing. I love them so much. It's one of my favorite go-to snacks. Um, and there's like, there's a local grocery store here that's called Healthy Living. It's like Whole Foods but better. And it's like, I wish we had Whole Foods by the way though. <laughs> but Why? Like, oh, Healthy Living isn't enough for you? It's fine <laughs> they have such good homemade well it's not homemade it's store made salsa and um there's also these chips that are really good and like they don't have any bad oils in them because we're trying to avoid some vegetable oils and all that so yeah um i love chips and salsa they're my best true. friends so you're like your like longtime pal like i think you could like Sometimes we'll be eating one meal and you're like, I just want to add chips and salsa onto this. Yeah, let me know in the chat right now, guys, if you like chips and salsa as well. In the chat. (laughs) (laughs) What's something you've been into? Okay, well, this is something that, like, you can't see. Maybe if I'm feeling really, like, confident after I post my goat post on my, um, on our Instagram, which is at PlaydatePod on Instagram, just said that. I'll show you this thing that I'm about to tell you about, which is this bracelet that I made because I like making bracelets every now and again. And this is a bracelet I made with different um, colored gemstone beads. And I don't know, I just think it's so cute. I haven't made a bracelet in a while. And I just, I like it. I like it a lot. So maybe I'll post a picture of it. But another thing that I've been into, honestly, and I've been into this for a long time, and you guys, it's actually a problem. Is chewing gum. You guys, I love peppermint gum. Like, I don't know. It's bad for you because it's got aspartame, but, like, I like it. I'm, like, addicted to it. I can't stop chewing it. If you have been going through something similar, if you could reach out to me. Like, I need a support group. You like gum? I like it too much. Like, I can't handle it. But, like, honestly, science has shown you that, like, chewing gum de-stresses you. And if you're, like, taking a test or something... It's more effective than caffeine or whatever at helping you remember. So I don't know. I feel really like split over it. But there's healthy gum out out there, right? But like, this is a fact. Like, healthy gum tastes like trash. You don't like it. It's like turns into... Mush. Yeah, like after two seconds. Well, I mean, you gotta chew what you gotta chew. Yeah, I've got a lot to think about. We all have our thing. Mine is chip and sauce. Mine's peppermint gum. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this week's song is With You by So Much Light. And after we listen to it, 
we are going to talk to him and see what he's up to. Hi, uh, my name is Damien Verrett. Uh, my project is called So Much Light. 
I am an artist from Sacramento, California. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. So we are super excited to talk to you about your track. Amazing. With you. Cool. <laughs> oh, to talk about it with you, with me. <laughs> with <Yeah>. you. <laughs> um, so you're from Sacramento. Yeah. We have some uh we have some friends that also live over there. Cool. <laughs> Actually, we just spoke about it off mic. Like three seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we pull the curtain away? Um Okay, pull it away. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're you know make believe and Lillian Francis, is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> yeah. I I would say the three of us are even very close friends. Awesome. Yeah. A very talented friend group. I feel there. very fortunate. Yeah. It, it and just before uh the pandemic we were actually the three of us were about to start hosting an ableton meetup group in sacramento but oh we couldn't that's do awesome. that <laughs> yeah. well, maybe you could do it online or something yeah I, that's a good idea we should try to pivot i know it's hard though yeah it seems really hard to I'm adjust like, to i'm thinking like i'm happy i wouldn't have to organize that because that seems hard yeah we were pretty excited we were kind of using like some other groups we'd heard about as prototypes but yeah We'll do it after. That's cool. Yeah. This ends. Well, let me know if you do. I'll join. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh Are my gosh. You're gonna fly to Sacramento. Yeah. Well, I'll join online. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. I'm. I don't know how to use Ableton. Uh, I use other things. Wow, but... that was like really open right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need That's to learn, but. But what, yeah. What do so you so use? I use Logic lately. Awesome. Um, but I I started. Okay, this is super boring, I guess. But started in Fruity Loops. <laughs> I've been using Reason after that for most of my like years career, mm. and now switch to Logic for some reason. But yeah, it's mm. awesome. But you still do use Ableton, just not. I I use it live. I use them all. So <laughs> cool. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. Well, let's talk about <laughs> sure. the water over there in Sacramento. It seems like there's a lot of talent over there, and uh, yeah. I don't know what what's what's going on over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would attribute it to. You know what I think is a huge advantage of living in Sacramento is um there's very little pretension. Um it's it's common for people to feel like eager to share resources creatively. Um so we kind of have like in, in my like friend group there there feels to be like a collective elevation of of like craft um i don't know we don't have any of like the major entertainment city syndromes of like competition and mm. um nobody's ever doing the exact same thing as you generally speaking but like especially so in sacramento so i don't know it's very friendly nice it's yeah. like smaller smaller city vibe sounds like mm -hmm. it's not like la or you know, I don't know. <laughs> totally. I think another huge advantage is just like financial too, because the cost of living is so much lower than a city like LA. Um, so uh, I, I know for me personally, I'm able to spend a lot more time on music than than I would if I were living in a more expensive city. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's cool. Well, yeah. we've we currently live in a smaller town um, in Vermont. So oh, amazing. We're all about that small town vibe. Cool. Yeah. What town? <laughs> um, Burlington or near Burlington. Oh. Yeah. 
I just have you been here? I've never been. I just found out my friend uh, who does like front of house for this artist Caroline Rose just moved out there um, oh. with the whole band apparently. So maybe once the Corona dust settles, you'll all be able to meet. Yeah. 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 True. I'll write that down. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. She's like an amazing, um, almost like Americana influenced singer songwriter. Um, good stuff. Awesome. Nice. So tell us about your song. Like, yeah. where did you start? What was the inspiration behind it? Anything. Sure. Um, so the track uh, is called With You. Uh, originally, um, the working title was Evan Hansen. I had just seen that musical, Dear Evan Hansen. Are, are you musical theater fans, the two of you? Not no. really. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really good. It's deeply like emotional and like um, it's like a really it centers around like a very quiet, like shy main character. And I was just kind of like playing this guitar loop in my bedroom. And I was like, this reminds me of like that main character. So I kind of like tried to uh, put a lot of thought into like that energy of um, kind of like shyness. And and I had a. I had on my like microphone the like Omni setting on. So there was like um there was like a lot of uh like room sound in the guitar and it just felt like really lonely to me. And I kind of put that on the back burner and then um and then shelter in place happened and I was like, oh, like that feels very of the moment to me. I should like return to that and try to um not necessarily like comment on I, I felt like like torn between trying to like uh make something inspiring or like about what was going on and then the mm -hmm. more and more I thought about that like lyrically it just seemed so overwhelming and I realized like I'm I'm not equipped to do that it feels like almost pretentious to to try to encapsulate like this moment societally and it's a much too early <laughs> to be doing that um mm -hmm. so i kind of had like a write what you know moment where i was like well i know how it feels to f this like weird monotony and and melancholy uh and i imagined other people were kind of experiencing that too and i don't know it was really it was really like a release for me mm -hmm. it felt very therapeutic to make the track nice that's so cool. Do you usually get influenced by, like, when you start a song, do you usually start trying to, like, I don't know, start your songs in a similar way, I guess, or from, like, a similar inspiration? Yeah. Point? I feel like, and, and, and y'all can probably relate to, like, making, um, you know, uh, electronic music, and, and I feel like having the tools be, like, so immediately accessible just like oh, i just boot up the computer and i have like a thousand sounds to choose from i i generally have like a lot of like loose thread ideas um that i just kind of collect yeah. and click between and like forget about and and i think with that kind of songwriting the thing that always feels like the hook to me to get me to like complete something is like a, a mood where where if it feels very um if I can like write down in words, like this song feels like 
monotony and not monotony, but like melancholic and like um, isolated, you know, and now it's like, okay, now I can write lyrics to it because I have my like my thesis statement figured out. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I feel like it is overwhelming to start a song, I guess, when there are so many options. I don't know. I know that's probably a common feeling for any kind of creative person, but mm. Yeah, when you sit at the computer, there's an infinite amount of things you could do, I guess. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's um I was just talking to a friend about like uh like this idea of like flow state, like creative flow state, or like um hmm. you hear it in sports a lot. Like people talk about like, oh Michael Jack Michael Jordan was like always in a flow state when he was playing. And um yeah. lately I've been thinking there's an aspect of like computer music that feels like really uh, difficult to get into a flow state because it's like, well, this is where all of my emails happen and, and yeah. Facebook <laughs> and like, wait for all, mm -hmm. for everyone out there, including me who doesn't know what a flow state is exactly. What is a flow state? Mm. I mean, I guess uh, I'm wondering how like the medical community would describe it, but uh it's sort of like there's no barrier between uh, like thought and action. Um, mm. It's like uh, I imagine like uh, if if we're like marking the passage of time, it's like like a narrowing of like the second hand that you're sitting on as you progress, you know, like temporally through the universe or something. I don't know. Like it's like like deep deep focus on like the task at hand um yeah mm, i see yeah that's that sounds like better than i could explain yeah. what i think it is <laughs> but yeah i, I feel like it's explain. like it's like yeah being like in tune with your creative or athletic or just to oh. a point where i guess you're just achieving exactly what you want to nice but i agree it i is, want that it is hard to i mean the two of us like are familiar with everything we do is on a computer or an app and it is hard to separate like the creative and the business or the boring like the emails mm -hmm. like yeah a lot of times I'm sitting at my computer and it's just like it's hard to it's hard to like separate the two sometimes mm. that's true but you ever get on a flow state on those emails? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just lock in, just, you know, circling back. Just following up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is this happening still? Um, I've attached a file. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> no. That's awesome. Yeah, I would love to no. meet somebody who's like, <laughs> like working in an office and just in a deep flow state at all times, like hitting the stapler yeah. like so fluidly and with such precision Heavy sweat <laughs> i want to get into a flow state i feel like really left out like i'm like i'm never in a flow state no i think you are i don't know you get there who's to say i, I <laughs> no, think you wouldn't know if cool you were guy. always in it true, true. <laughs> probably i'm probably just always in one that's what it is i'm super interested in this as well i'm gonna go like research i'm gonna go watch a youtube video like how to get into a flow state <laughs> yeah, i wonder know? i i don't know like I, I don't know if i've ever experienced anything like that intentionally like um yeah i don't know certainly not while well, sending emails yeah <laughs> <laughs> well um so more about this song 
let's see. What what's your favorite part of this song? Ooh. Me? Oh my gosh. Um there's a there's a little like instrumental break uh after the first verse and I'm really satisfied with like the guitar tone that I got. That's like a nerdy satisfaction I get out of this <laughs> one. Nice. I like the guitar a lot. I was you mentioned it earlier, but I I guess you recorded it with a lot of space, but it feels really like nostalgic and like mm. captures that feeling. It sounds like you were kind of feeling or wanting to capture. So I love it. I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. Okay, so when you're working and you hit a creative block, how do you overcome it? Mm, that's a really good question. That kind of speaks a little to what we were talking about. Um, you know, because it does happen a lot having so many like sessions that are um, kind of like open-ended and like, mm -hmm. like approaching being concrete ideas. Uh, I think for me, I try not to like force it. It is fun to like bounce around between different ongoing projects because nothing ever feels stale. Um, I read this really great book that David Lynch wrote about meditation. And he, uh, he talks about like when he was making like Twin Peaks and, and like, uh, all of his, you know, really mm -hmm. spacey, like, uh, I don't know, trippy films. Uh, he talks about this idea of like asking the idea itself, whether something fits like, uh, I think it was like um, Blue Velvet. He was saying the whole like uh, like nugget of movie and imagery that he was like pulling from for the whole film was uh, like freshly mown grass, red lipstick. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Just three like color images. And if it didn't uh. fit that aesthetic, he knew it was like not a good idea for the film. Um I, I don't think with that kind of like abstract, beautiful, <laughs> you know, poetry, but but it is nice to kind of like, I feel like if I'm working on something and I can't like find a way to like capture the essence of it in like in like a couple words, then maybe I have to like go back to the drawing board. Nice. I like that a lot. It's mm -hmm. good. Good idea. I'm curious about this book. Like, what do you know what it's called? I'm gonna oh, look yeah. this up too. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's called it's called Catching the Big Fish. Mm. So good. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna read that. It's awesome because <laughs> it's only like 90 pages. It's very short. Oh, nice. Yeah. I could I could manage that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I feel the same way often when I start a book. I'm like, oh, this is small. I could like finish this. <laughs> yeah. We're big Twin Peaks fans. Yeah, oh, amazing. very I mean, big Twin Peaks fans. In general. I'm yeah. like a huge Twin Peaks fan. Like, not You, you of, turned me on to it. So. Yeah, not of like the newer seasons. I'm mm. sorry to everyone out there who loves them, but the old ones are really good. The classic. The classic. I, I've not seen the newest season. I, I love the first season and bits and pieces of the second mm -hmm. one. The first half of like the second season. Yeah, <laughs> and like the last the whole, episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm, the whole Laura Palmer saga oh I'd yeah like. yeah true <laughs> very true i so think good. my like my take on the new one if you're can, 
like interested in oh, watching yeah, it is like absolutely just watch it but don't even consider that it's twin peaks and mm. then you'll be happy maybe? or just like watch it on fast forward until it gets to like the parts that are <laughs> it's just a lot different yeah yeah twin peaks but there's a cool moments where you see the actors and act- you know it's like yeah and then there's a lot of weird stuff but yeah different strokes for different folks he doesn't seem like the kind of person who'd be interested in like fan service being like mm-hmm. yeah true Audrey Horn <laughs> like exactly yeah. yeah but the gang's all there you know oh, so cool. there is that aspect that's it's worth right. watching for that but anyway so <laughs> um I want to ask what's what was your favorite band in high school Ooh, I love that question Oh, it was definitely um the unicorns. Nice. Did you ever get into them? A little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with that scene. I guess you'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Really outside the box thinkers. It was funny because like that was sort of right around when I started making music too, and like it really deeply informed the way I thought about like song structure. Because, like, none of that stuff has, like, verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus kind of arrangements. It's all so scattered and really weird. But, um, yeah, I really, really love the unicorns. If you had, like, a song that we would drop a sample of Ooh. for people, do you have one in mind? Yeah. Um, Tough Ghost is probably my favorite of theirs. I lift weights, but I don't sweat. I go for a swim, but I don't get wet. So, what was your first concert? (laughs) My first concert was this ska band called Flip the Switch that were from my hometown of Elk Grove. Um, and they played in my middle school gym. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. They also- Was it if, like a- Oh, sorry. Sorry, go on. No, you go on. Um, I remember the opener was this guy, Mike Diva, who um, went on to become a oh. huge like YouTube personality. Oh, that's crazy. I I like talked to him online a bit. No like, way. He's like- He's making such crazy videos now, like, or he always has been, but so he's a musician as well. I guess I didn't know. Yeah, he mm-hmm. had this great, like, electro pop project. Um, and he was probably like maybe like leaving high school when I saw that mm-hmm. show. Um, and then he popped up again, like, years later, that like sexy sax man video. Mm. Um, I guess that was him. I haven't seen anything he's done lately, yeah. but. Yeah. Trying to think of the latest things. Mm. I feel like he did some stuff with Will Smith and like just wild stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. I have to look up what he's doing. He seemed like he was so ahead of the curve. This, this was like 2000, uh, like four. Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. he was a great mind even then. That's awesome. Were you like in middle school then? And they were just playing at your school or was it like, you had to go back to your middle school. Mm. I, I was in middle school. It was funny because it was the only time I'd ever heard of a concert happening there. It was at night. I don't know how they Whoa. convinced anyone to let them do this thing there <laughs> at night. 
um yeah it was like 12 or 13 maybe and did you like go and open your locker and stuff no <laughs> i could have yeah it seems like a really uh like a miscalculation on the part of the school to like let all of these high school and middle school students onto the campus at night. But, um, it happened. Yeah. And, and let a band who I'm assuming, I'm just going to guess that at least one of the band members was a drinker. Right. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. were they not allowed to bring drinks or like, um, I mean, I've played shows where it's like, I don't know if I played in a school, but I've played some shows where, they were like no Colleges alcohol and stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone was drinking, like uh, at least not publicly. That would have been, yeah, that would have been a different scene. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. There must have been an adult somewhere. That just sounds like such a fever dream. Like I don't even know. <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah. The only concerts fun. that happened in my middle school was like Battle of the Bands. Mm. which i won so nice really? <laughs> or no i think we won high school so so you lost the middle school i uh, just want to brag of for a minute <laughs> what, what kind of <laughs> yeah i lost it? i lost middle school well okay so i was in some ska bands nice but our ska band eventually evolved into like a math rock hardcore band Amazing. instrumental um and then later on got a screamer i, I can't oh, wow. i can't say too much because people don't know my identity so that's oh, all i can that's say. right yeah <laughs> so based on I, like, that no if one you would can, no if you one, can find whatever that <laughs> no one would know even if i said the name so we don't even have anything online but anyway mm. where i'm familiar with ska so <laughs> yeah that that ska math rock connection is deeper than i you know ever imagined back in the day because like mm -hmm. i had the same arc um yeah i guess that's <laughs> awesome it kind of makes sense it's like what's the genre where I can do the most stuff like mm -hmm. at once? <laughs> what can I play the most notes in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's all great. Like the best ska and the best math rock is, is awesome and so fun to listen to. And they're both very much like music nerd genres. I think like true, totally. true. musician, musician based music, I guess like for musicians, but totally. Yeah. I've noticed in like, um, some of the j-pop that i really like there's a lot of influence from like both of those worlds um so i don't know maybe that's that's the place where those two genres marry is j-pop yeah i think a lot of genres are mushed into j-pop like which is cool <laughs> a lot of like a lot of stuff happening all at once which is awesome yeah i love that yeah it's like um, I've been listening to this band. They're called Niji no Conquistador. Um, hmm. It's like a eighteen-person like J-pop idol group, and like maybe maybe you both will appreciate it. I it's like a band I've never shown to anyone because I'm like I know I'm the only one on earth who likes this. Like it's so <laughs> extra. It's so intense. It's like super super musically dense and like harmonically complicated. And like all these genres just flying at you and like 18 vocalists like coming in and out. And it's like, it's just the most extra thing I've ever heard. And I love it so much. But um, I, th I think we have to drop some of that. Oh, here. yeah, please do. Yeah. <laughs> For um, the listeners. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so much fun.
Awesome. Well, I'm I'm just gonna say that was awesome, even though I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess okay, sticking to these concerts. Do you have a favorite concert that you can think of? Oh yeah. Um so like my favorite artist of all time is Joanna Newsom. Um Oh my god, I love Joanna Newsom. Yeah, she's so like, I good. love to sing like Joanna Newsom. Like I feel like I have a really good impression that I'll never like do in public, but I feel like I've got it down. Wouldn't you oh, say? please do. Because yeah. I, yeah. I, I I'll trade you. I, <laughs> I'll trade you my Joanna Newsom impression if you do yours. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you don't I think you could. Oh my god, I'm like terrified, but I'm like it's like my one skill. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Let me think about it. And I'll okay. circle back to it. Yeah, I'll circle back. Flow style. <laughs> um, okay, but uh, my f- and, and this is this is like kind of a sad best concert I've ever been to. But um, <laughs> I had like um, a girlfriend who I'd been seeing for several years in college, and and like it kind of came to this moment where she was about to be moving abroad. Uh, and then she was going to come home to grad school and like move to a different state. So we kind of like knew we had to break up and that we were going to break up and that, you know, it was probably for the best. So we like got together that morning knowing we were going to break up. And then we went to a Joanna Newsom concert, uh, which is like both of our favorite artists. And it was just like the most most like powerful, sad thing ever yeah oh, just like sounds wow. really sad. yeah crying through the whole thing but it was such a good show and like yeah i'll definitely never forget that and now like years later i'm like that was really beautiful just like on the whole um mm. yeah oh that sounds intense and i would love to see her play <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay can i um try something that i've never tried before that's not singing like Joanna Newsom. Oh, something sure. else <laughs> please okay i am going to tell you a word or a phrase and more like just a word or two words. And you are going to tell me like a memory or just like anything that you associate with it. Okay. Oh yeah. Like a lightning round. It will just have to be a lightning round. Okay. Like you could be like, <laughs> I don't know, just feel free to, wow, your chair is so squeaky right now. Just um, <laughs> feel free to tell me whatever you think. Okay. So the first word is high school. High school. Hmm. Well, and it's and it's a story or an idea or no. It could just be like anything. It could be a story or it could just be like a word. It doesn't just have. It could be just a word. It could be anything. Oh, okay. Well, um, our mascot was the thundering herd, so it makes me think of elk. <laughs> it was a it was a herd of elk. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Next one. Banjo. Banjo. Uh oh. That makes me think of flea because that was a trivia question I mi- missed. I guess banjo means flea in some language. Hmm. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, no, that's okay. wrong. It was ukulele or something. I don't remember. Oh. But flea. Well, I was going to say flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers must have played banjo. Oh, <laughs> true. True. Okay. Worst genre. Oh, worst genre. Oh, I don't know. That's mean. well it doesn't have to be just anything you think of first thing that comes to mind well hmm some people really don't like ska i like ska but yeah (laughs) that's my answer my next one was ska but those were not related (laughs) perfect are you sure it wasn't a word association you had maybe i don't like ska that much i'm sorry but you know i appreciate both of your loves for ska 
I'm sorry. Okay, oh, Scott. What is Scott, it? Um, Scott makes me think of No Doubt. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. We just played some No Doubt for. Because we were trying to explain to my mom what Scott was for yeah. some reason. That's a good like entry point, I think. It's pretty undeniable how good some of those songs are. Yeah. Okay. Coachella. Coachella. Um, I don't know. Frank Ocean popped in my head because he was supposed to headline this year. True. Nice. Okay, Green Room. Oh, sticky. True. <laughs> very, very yeah. sticky. And the last one is Slow Magic. Slow Magic. Uh, mask. <laughs> nice. Nice. Wow, you snuck that in there. That was yeah, amazing. I snuck it in there. I so love the the, no. the mask merch. It's so cool. Oh, thank you. How on earth you did you get me? that made? Uh, a lot of time, effort, and talking through people to China. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Wow. The first the first order was was a lot of work, and we we did it. It was a, a while back, but yeah, wow. it was something we had never seen made before, and we just worked on it with a French guy who talked to the Chinese people and we got yeah. it. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, have you ever heard of the band uh, Magic Sword? Yes. Yeah. I actually rem- know them. Oh, cool. Personally. I saw them yeah. in Sacramento last year and they, they sell nice. like the, the swords and I was like, that's so cool. Like, Oh yeah. It's such a good merch item as yeah. well. It's like, I haven't seen them in a while. Are they like interactive swords with the music? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah, because because like one of the guitar players has this huge prop sword that lights up and like during really epic moments, he like holds it aloft and then everyone in the crowd lifts their magic swords and it's like the best <laughs> moment. Yeah. So yeah, fun. that sounds crazy. No, they're good. Um, so just a few more questions mm-hmm. here <laughs> i don't know why i said it that way i don't know why uh well what is something you've been into recently it doesn't have to be musical at all or can be hmm um what have i been into uh i have been uh really into the giant pile of mulch that my girlfriend and i ordered to distribute around the backyard to kill weeds um, yeah, that, we've been mulching. <laughs> nice. It's fun. Yeah. I liked it. I liked seeing the pile get smaller and smaller every day. Um, it was something to do with my body. So I didn't have to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, be too sedentary. Mulching. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird answer. <laughs> it's, well, it that. smells good too. Yeah. Wait, did you guys mulch. just get a big pile or did you get like individual bags? We got a big heap. Yeah, they. That sounds nice. so hard, actually. It was so fun to watch with the dump truck, like dump it into the into the driveway. It was wow, yeah, mesmerizing. Nice. Had cedar mulch. Nice. <laughs> and it was in like the bag, so we could just like take them and bring them to where they're supposed to go. Right. Yeah, ours was redwood. Ooh, nice. Smells great. You, they you, didn't cut down one of those redwoods over there, did they? Uh, they must the have grounded oh, right. Well, up. there's a lot. Of <laughs> I hope it wasn't the one that you can drive a car through. I think it was. That one that's fell, on your yard. So no, it probably was that oh. one. Yeah, that one's well, gone. It's in my backyard rest now. In peace to that. That's crazy. It lives on. Yeah. Killing weeds. True. 
Yeah. Well, wait. I was going to say. What is one song <laughs> that you think everyone should go and listen to? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hmm. I think... Um, Oh, and this is very apt for the moment. I think the best song ever written is A Change Is Gonna Come by um, Sam Cooke. I think it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's so heartbreaking and just like tonally and it's about such heavy material and like it's done so well. Yeah, I think it is the best song I've ever heard. In I think opinion. that should be like one of our questions. Like, what is the best song ever written? Ooh, I like, like very that. like definitive. Yeah, I like that decisiveness. That's a classic song. We're gonna put it here. It's been too hard living, but I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there beyond the sky. It's been a long I like that because I'm yeah I don't know the best song ever written off the top of my head but it may just be that song <laughs> it's a good I one. agree yeah that's I'm trying to think about like what the best song ever written is that really a hard question to answer <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that yeah Hit me baby Eventually. one more time is in the running maybe Mm-hmm. That's that is a good one, one actually. There's yeah. Mbop by Hanson. Yeah, that's like some real. Really good. That's one of the. It is a good pop. Are you song. like one of those Hanson fans? I was kind of j- joking, but it's such a good song. Yeah, it is. Are you like a lot like people who have followed Hanson throughout? Like, you know, like you meet a person like I love Hanson, and you're like, wait, really? Like, they're still a band, and they're like, yeah, like they have like a bunch of albums. Yeah, what? like they have a bunch of albums, and they still go on tour, and people love them. Like, there's like a whole Hanson following. That I, you occasionally Whoa. meet some of the people in it. You're like, oh, okay. They got haircuts. Wow. And... Oh, yeah. Do they still have the hair? I don't know about all of them. I'm trying to remember. I, I remember because we saw a show poster a few years back and Whoa. they were playing, and it's like, oh, cool. I remember when I was really little, like, like really little, I was talking to like a nanny or something about them, and I was like, yeah, like they just like don't have parents. Like, <laughs> I just I like I legitimately thought they were just like a traveling group that didn't have parents. They, they reproduced yeah. asexually. They just Yeah, exactly. They were just there. They were created in a Swedish music factory. Yeah, exactly. Of for America. Yes. That's, That's amazing. What I thought, so. They're so talented. I'm glad they're still doing stuff. Yeah. I hope they still play that one though. Oh, <laughs> they better like I'd I'd burn down the venue if they didn't. Right. <laughs> Me too. Well, this week we listened to your track and I wanted to ask if there's anything else you had to plug. Um, mm. First of all, everyone go check out some So Much Light and I don't know what your usernames are. Oh, it's just that in most places. On Twitter, Sick. there's a dash. It's uh, So Much underscore Light because I couldn't get the full... Uh, the full thing without the space. But um, awesome. yeah, we'll just at so much light. And we'll put the links in the notes. Oh, but nice. is there anything else you'd like to plug or say mm-hmm. to the listeners? You know, hmm. 
Uh, I produced some really cool songs for my friend I Am Strikes. That's I Am Strikes. Uh, my friend Kelly, and I think she's incredibly talented. She's uh, Camila Cabello's guitar teacher, which is a feather in Whoa. her cap. Uh, wow. But she's an amazing musician in her own right, and she's putting stuff out later this year that I'm very excited for the world to hear. So yeah, I Am Strikes. Ooh. Yeah. Well, everyone should go stream with you again and yeah. over and over. <laughs> yeah, just and all yeah. your music and everyone should keep an eye on Sacramento, I think. Yeah. Oh, please something's do. Something's happening there. Yeah. Y'all should visit. Well, yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's the can. airport with all the suitcases, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, and the yeah, giant been. red rabbit. You've been? We've been through the airport like several times yeah. like, for different We've played lots of weird places, I guess, in like California. Like we played this really weird festival called the Emissions Festival. I don't know if okay. you've ever heard of it. No. It was crazy. <laughs> but we've but been, yeah. like, yeah, if you're going somewhere remote in California, I feel like you fly through Sacramento. Fly through Sac, True. Yeah. It's a beautiful and drive airport. for hours. I actually love yeah, that airport. Yeah, it's so nice. Same. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll run into all of you guys over there. Totally. That would be great. Next time we visit. Thank you for supporting yeah. the Sac scene. Of course. Well, yeah. thanks for all you guys sending us fire yeah <laughs> hey play pals i also wanted to note here that since we recorded this interview so much light had put out a compilation called in solidarity volume one which is some rarities from his career and i i think this is awesome all the proceeds are going to black artist fund which is an organization in sacramento which seeks to address the inequity in arts funding by awarding micro grants and funding to black artists in the community so please go check that out and support that. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Damien. We love chatting with you. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. So much light. Something about Sacramento. Yeah, seriously. So much talent out there. It's true. We're like... So much life. <laughs> out True. there so much okay well let's talk about this song okay i love this song it's it's amazing yeah me i agree it's like been in my head a lot so like i i want to sing it like i've in my head i keep wanting to sing it to band it sorry to keep bringing him into this but it's true. <laughs> it just has a good vibe it's a good song to drive to so if you are in a car right now listening what would you like make like how would you playlist this one you know for our segment mm, playlisted nice so if i were to take this song and put it in a playlist the song i'd play before it would be a song by nothing nowhere called get over it you can hold my hand we can play in the graveyard dream about joining in take the memories that we've made in the past year bury them six feet deep i feel like it's i don't know i love that song i love nothing nowhere it's, that's his earlier or i don't know early-ish song but i love that song he talks about <laughs> listening to senses fail in a car which is such like a dated reference, but I like it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like 
something I relate to because like my older brother loved census fail mm-hmm. and like he would always be like really being emo in the car and I was just like a little person and he's like getting all angry driving listening to census fail so I relate to that I do too I like I like census fail and uh <laughs> then I would put with you and then I would put a song by Oliver Francis called Gemini. I hate flexing, but I can't help it. Drop top, burnt out on the pavement. Dope road, it's a polo. Let the champagne flow, no one see knows. And truly, I love Oliver Francis and his productions, especially, which he does all his own beats, which I learned after kind of getting into him. Just like every time I hear the beginning of that beat, I just feel like emotionally. I feel emotionally. (laughs) You feel emotionally? I think that's a good thing to do is to like when you're feeling, just be sure you're feeling emotionally. I feel emotions. But you know those songs when you just immediately you have that emotional connection with like those are good. Happy, not always, but just like content, almost sad, happy, sad. Do you, like, have a song where you listen to it and you just, like, start crying? No. I do. <laughs> Wait, I might. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, it would take till like, the second half, probably. But what's your song? Let's well, drop it right here. <laughs> um, my, my crying song is um, Beach House. Uh, the song name, I can't remember. Myth? Yeah. Oh, nice. That song, like, you... makes me cry. Didn't you put that in one of the playlists? Yeah, but I didn't listen, so it didn't make me cry. Okay, okay. I guess I put it in in post, so. Yeah. I'm going to play it real quick. Just kidding. I wouldn't make you cry like that. (laughs) (laughs) What's your song? That makes me cry. Uh, I'm going to go with a song by Bonnie Vare and maybe Feist. And it was like for the Twilight soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's a good song. I never watched Twilight, though. Um, Just a minute your favorite movie. No, I've never seen the movie, but the soundtrack has good songs. Nice. I was going through a breakup, listened to that song a lot. That's why. That's <laughs> nice. why I'd probably cry. Fair. That's like, <laughs> that can happen, you know? I probably wouldn't cry now, but it's an emotional song. I don't know what it is called. Anyway, <laughs> what are your playlists? Okay, so my playlist would be, first I'd have... Without You by Spooky Black. Oh. Didn't even think about it. See my face when I slide through. Every place I will find you. Every time we fell apart. Girl, I see it in the stars. Baby, hold my and I just that sorry with with you without you that's awesome sorry I don't know why just they're similar to me maybe it's like just the singing and I don't know that is a classic banger seriously and that is that goes well with that can we just say that we met spooky black one time his name is Corbin now but we met him wasn't that nice well he was he I wanted to take a picture with him he said no we walked away so whatever yeah it was cool to meet him. <laughs> yeah. At a festival he wasn't playing. But I was playing. Oh my god. 
But honestly, we met someone else there who was so nice, his friend. Yeah, his producer. Dark, or DRK. Such a nice guy. Was actually a fan of mine, so take that, Spooky Black. Honestly, that guy was so nice. Yeah. But anyways, sorry, back to... I'm like on a tangential tangent right now. That's okay. That's what podcasts are for. True. But so after that, I would put with you. Then after that, I would put Oh Yeah by Oliver Francis. Girl, gonna come up, roll us and go. Oh, yeah. Gonna sip it slow. White styrofoam, you know us. Bands we could blow. Cash overload, it's nothing. Girl, we could go anywhere you want. Oh, yeah. Girl, gonna come up, roll us and go. Oh, yeah. And when I was, before we started recording, I was like telling Soul Magic my song choices. And he, then he was like, oh, I'm putting Oliver Francis in too, so. I mean, yeah. You think he just gives us that vibe? I don't, I mean, are you saying I copied you? Because maybe, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine, sure. But I love Oliver Francis. Me too. Banda is doing some ASMR over there. <laughs> well, you you try to call me out, like, but we did talk <laughs> about this a little bit beforehand. <laughs> but we could pick the same song, I mean, by chance sometimes. I always kind of hope that we do. Well, I chose a different song as to not repeat, but you know what? Oh Yeah by Oliver Francis is a real banger. Probably his best song, I think. Who's to say? It's my favorite. But that's cool. I feel like we have a good little set of songs here that work with with you. And it's just all around good vibes. I don't know. I think we hit the emo vibes hard on our picks, but like... It's an emo time in the world. Yeah, and like, I think we went more emo than, than Damien might have went on his song, but... Yeah, I would say so. But like, I don't know. It felt... I felt emo this week, this this episode. But sometimes if you feel emo, you got to listen to emo and then you feel better. But like, honestly, what I like about Damien's song so much is it's got like emo vibes, but it's not like, honestly, people, there's a lot of sexist emo out there. and I don't get like any bad vibes from Damien. I think his song is like so positive and so nice. That's true. And, that's, and I enjoy that. That's the good thing about new emo, which all the things we kind of talked about like back in the day, emo, all that bad, bad vibes. Yeah, original emo was like pretty messed up. There was lyrically. some bad thoughts and vibes back then. People weren't very progressive. Every song was about why everything was a girl's fault. But like we've moved on as a society. Sexism isn't as, I mean, yeah, sure. It's still, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? But it's not in emo music. Yeah, sexism in emo music is like less now. And if you don't believe us, just like go back and listen to like the and emo hits. There's even female emo artists now. That wouldn't be allowed back then. Yeah, emo. That's like I don't know. Maybe we should blacklist it. But like, we move. We move on as society. But that was playlisted. <laughs> the next section is called <laughs> hashtag mood. But first, can we talk about just like a few of the elements of the song? First of all, I love the ending section so much. I don't know if I mentioned that yet. It's amazing. Oh, can I talk about something I really like about it? Yes. 
I think he has like the prettiest voice. Me too. Like we were just listening to it. Again. We were just listening to it again, and I was like, "His voice is so pretty." It's a good voice. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Lovely. Also, I love the part where he's like, "Fuck 2020." Me too. Because, and he misses his family. Same here. I really we're relating like really hardcore to the song right now. And it's just a very on point song for the time. And yeah. So anyway, it's yeah. a tough year. Extremely. But hashtag mood. <laughs> okay. I'll start. Is that cool? Yeah, you start. So I have a mood for this song. Like a scene I could picture this song in. Okay. I think you could be outside in a summer night with a fire. Just hanging with your friends pre-COVID. <laughs> um, chilling. Just chilling. You know those times where you're like just vibing outside everything feels good and you're kind of like at peace and like everyone's yeah. everyone's getting along for like those small moments yeah that's a nice time it is a nice time maybe someone's talking about something deep you know like yeah. how long is forever damn has forever already existed or is it gonna you're like just freaking my mind out <laughs> it's like how they found discovered a parallel universe where time runs backwards i'm like reading that over and over and over again i'm like what are, i what that's where jellyfish live true oh my oh my god it's at the bottom of the ocean uh, okay we did not smoke anything before we seriously filmed we didn't. this podcast on video <laughs> what you can find on our patreon we don't really smoke much do you no <laughs> we <I'm>, don't <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway no really i don't Everyone's going to think we're stoned off of marijuana, but... But, like, it makes me way too... Uh, this sounds cliche, but it makes me extremely paranoid. It so makes me tired, and I need all that energy I can get. I'm drinking coffee right now, trying to get things done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need some kind of lettuce to slow me down, you know? But, like, I appreciate anybody else who it does work for. And, you know, it has good uses. Yeah. I don't know. Just not for me. I'm the worst person on it. I'm not productive. I'm freaked out. Welcome to the 420 Don't Smoke podcast. <laughs> we don't smoke. But you can smoke. We don't care. But don't smoke cigarettes. Don't. Yeah, do not smoke cigarettes. Oh, my. Especially right now. Oh, my God. And just wear sunscreen. Like, oh. But no, because right now, COVID, like, don't smoke anything. Like, if you're going to have marijuana, just eat it or whatever. Yeah, but also wear sunscreen. Like, these are two issues that really bother me. Like, do not smoke cigarettes. And Wear sunscreen. This is, we're not. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> this are these are important issues. This is this is our platform. This is our we're your mom and dad podcast. We're just trying to help you live a better life. Yeah, wear masks. Do not smoke cigarettes. Wear sunscreen, and and don't smoke the marijuana if you're gonna have it. Just eat it right now because it's really bad for your lungs. COVID. Okay, so anyway, what is your mood? <laughs> <laughs> My mood. We're so preachy right now. My mood is that. So just imagine that this is going to be. I know that you. This isn't possible. Just imagine that you're like listening to this song underwater. Mm. And you're just kind of like floating there. And like you're just like exhaling. And you're like watching the bubbles go up. And you're just like kind of like in this like place of like warm, comfortable, like limbo. Before, like, obviously you realize you can't breathe, but you're just like, 
you know, just like floating and just like looking at your hand. Like, you know, when you're underwater, you're like looking at your like body and you're like, oh, like this is so like an indie movie. Yeah. Nice. That is possible, actually. Um, You know, the Icelandic band Moom? Yes. They had a concert in a pool and they had these underwater speakers that made the, what they were playing go underwater. And apparently one of the songs off their, one of their albums was inspired by the sound of how it sounded underwater. It was all bubbly. This is like when does forever exist? No, that's, that's <laughs> one of those things I was always so excited about maybe doing or trying. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you something? Maybe you can answer it for me? Well, sure. Okay, you know when you're a kid and you scream underwater? Yeah. Or someone else screams underwater? Can you hear someone else screaming underwater or just yourself? I think you can hear like... Like, I don't know if I've ever heard scream, heard someone else scream underwater or if I've just heard myself. I've heard it. It's just quiet and there's bubbles. It's like really not worth it. Like you go underwater, you scream and it's like, ah, you know, like it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well... <laughs> That's our section. Uh, hashtag mood. Uh, <laughs> now it's time to ask. We're going to answer. No, no, no. <laughs> now it's time. Now it's time to ask a question sent in from our very own patrons. You mean answer? Uh, no, we're going to ask. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So take two. Okay. We're going to answer a question <laughs> from our patrons and speaking of patreon if you want to join us on patreon um go to patreon.com slash slow magic you can become an imaginary friend an official play pal you can ask us questions on our discord and you can ask us questions all the freaking time on our discord we're on there every day chilling hanging out doing voice chats and there's also a ton of crazy benefits on patreon i'm going all out there's New songs, unreleased songs every month or so, putting up uh, everything like stems. If you want to remix some of my old songs, new songs, I'm showing how I made the songs. What else? Um, I oh, I just put out a whole album of unreleased stuff on there last month, so you can get that immediately for like three bucks or more if you want. But anyway, join us. What's the question this week? <laughs> Wait, but also, I just want to say that I want to thank all of our patrons who are in our discord you guys have been so nice and so like nice to just be friends with during this time and i've just been having so much fun talking to you guys so i appreciate you true seriously we like have had such a good time bonding with all of you and i feel like we've made super real true friends on there and it's so cool and we love you guys also a huge shout out to our vips over on patreon Riven, Ellie, Joey Weinberg, Dylan Barningham, Joe Alexander, Aerodynamatic, Neil, Anderson Pierce, Lex Gabardine, Matthew Callis, Manny Batista, and Kayla Smith. You guys rock. Yes, thank you guys. So this week's question. This week's question is by Yef. And Yef is our good friend on our Discord who posts very pretty pictures of flowers all the time love them but yef asked us what is both of your aesthetic and how do you think you developed it awesome good question so okay 
I'm gonna take this question as like style aesthetic, I guess. I don't know what you thought. I don't know if they mean like our Instagrams or just like visual. I'm gonna just go with personal style for some reason. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I feel like my aesthetic for my life is very simple and I wear the same shirts all the time <laughs> and I wear all black and pretty much, I don't know, I'm a minimalist in my daily life. But are we talking like aesthetic online or? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like the slow magic aesthetic. Oh, okay. Well, that one, you start. I don't know. Your aesthetic. My aesthetic is like, it's a really hard comp conversation question <laughs> it's a really hard conversation guys it's a really hard question because i feel like in my mind it's one thing because i have like a bunch of different sides you know like i think i'm really girly in some i'd say your aesthetic is elegant thank you i'm like but i like kind of girly i like pink but then like i like to be more like polite and like proper in a way like i don't like visually visually <laughs> and honestly in general, I feel like I'm also very minimal. I like black and white, but then I like pink. It just has always been something that's really like, like confused me. It's like identity wise. Why are you shaking mm. your head? I'm telling you, it's always kind of confused me. I'm like, okay, like I really like to be girly, but I also like to be like kind of like tough. Like I like like leather. <laughs> what well, I just was, well, you like pastels. And I love pastels. Light yeah. As well as black. There's no in-between for me. I'm either, like, dressing, like, very girly or I'm, like, very, like, I don't know, plain jeans, pointy black boots, and, yeah. Nice. What'd but, you say? Yeah, but if we're talking, like, uh, also, if we answered, like, the visual for for our lives, like, online. Oh, I would say minimal-ish. Well, I think, like, a lot of my aesthetics have been, like, silhouette photos, simple things like that, and colorful skies. But I think that all is because I really uh, got interested in, like, iPhone photography, I guess, when I was, like, younger with iPhone. And I just felt like there was a simplicity. Like, it's hard to take good pictures on iPhones back then. So I feel like it was, like, for me, I thought simple silhouettes were compelling and fun and just like getting cool minimal kind of photos I guess and like I don't know I think something about silhouettes I've always been drawn to is like simple but you could still get like a lot of character in that and I guess that's just what I stuck with for a long time and then people started copying that and I don't know it was just like yeah I'm my, sure. it's just like my vibe I guess well I feel like if you go through Instagram like I feel like you can kind of tell when we started hanging out because I started like, because I've always really liked taking still lives and flat lays, as some people say. And I would say that we started like incorporating more of those into your style. Mm -hmm. And if you were to kind of go with like, I feel like the type and stuff of your posters is very influenced by moi. Mm -hmm. And so. I'd say a lot of your aesthetic came from like design, going to school, right? Like yeah. studying some design and everything. Yeah, you, I would say you that definitely. Helped. When we met, you've became the creative force behind the visuals as well. 
um, as a collaborative team. <laughs> yeah, and you guys, that has been like a journey for both of us because like I would say our styles are very different. But we mix them in an interesting way. I think so. I like I what think we so. make. Everyone I like else it. thinks so. <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, do you not think people copy me? Like, I don't know. I was just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is this? I, I thought think... you made like a, a funny like... Okay, people copy my style, okay? They, they jacked my style. Yeah, that's okay. Same with you, though. Yeah, it's true. People are always jacking your style. That's true. But that's when you know you're doing something right. But then I'm like, is this my style or is everyone doing this style? People always jack in my swag. What? <laughs> is that what the kids People say just want to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying. Honestly, though, I feel I'm like... I'm sorry. Okay, I take that back. No one's ever copied me. That's kind of like <laughs> a narcissistic thing to say. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Except for those one guys, those two guys. I know them. <laughs> oh, my God. Daft Punk. They stole my masks, even though they did it years before. But you guys, I have I'm, two masks. I'm so bad at like posting on social media. Like, I really wish I shared more pictures. But you know what? I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I just can't do it. We should both share more pictures. I know what. What is wrong with you? Us? Should share more. Like, I feel like I post once every three years. Well, and I like taking pictures. Like, I take pictures all the time. Sharing pictures is another story, though, and it's hard to share on social media. Maybe I just lack self-confidence. I do too. This is like actually like an issue. Let's like I could have a therapy session. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> yeah. And if you made it to this point, please subscribe. That means you love us enough to listen to us, Pavel, about our personal things. <laughs> and we really appreciate you being here. And to everyone who's listening from our imaginary friends group, hey, what's up? We love you. And... Everyone else, we love you too. And <laughs> just subscribe and, and rate us and tell your friends about it and just thank you. So. And we're back. We're we're putting episodes out every week. Um, knock on wood. So please send us your songs. We love hearing from you. And like, I don't know, we've got to like meet and talk to so many interesting, talented people this year just through the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so far. And yeah, and like can't wait to keep yeah. going. And I've, like, been listening. Like, I remember the conversations that we have. Like, like I think about them all the time. Yeah. Honestly, the best part of this podcast has been talking to super talented people all over the world. Freaking it's true. International. Yes. Like, okay, well, and, and we're cooped up inside. It's fun to, like, talk to people. It's true. <laughs> like, we rely on you guys so much. <laughs> Just this microphone is fun to talk to you. Yeah. And everyone on the other end of it. So, um, <laughs> oh, I think we have a guest just walking in. Hey, oh, no. Hey, I'm Bro Magic. Oh, hey, what's up, Bro Magic? Your voice is, like, less crazy than before. Yeah, I'm just chilling today. Cool. Do you have any questions for Bro Magic, Dream Angel? So, like, what's up with, like, the change in voice? Are you feeling down from the times? No, I just was like, <laughs> I was trying to like, I think I was trying too hard before to be something I'm not. I'm just a bro. Cool. Well, okay, one other question for you. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> one other question. Okay, what's that? If you, when you get in your car, what is, like, what do you listen to? You ever just sit in your truck? <laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't have a truck. 
Oh, what do I listen to? Toby Keith. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs> that was the worst bro magic segment ever. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? Bye. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs>